thank you, Queen, so much for this experience. Like, just your journey itself inspires me tremendously. Everything that you do for the community as well. Real recognized, real sus. So this is no. necessary. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I, I absolutely love your energy. So I was like, I've got to have this girl on an Affirmation Talk podcast because that's the type of energy that we need, you know, on the podcast. That's what it, you know, that's what it encompasses, this type of energy, that self-love energy, that maintenance of the mental and emotional self. And you are, you are the mistress of self-love. You have written a self-love manual. Tell us about that. For the people, for the people, because I realized we got a car manual, we got a refrigerator manual, but we don't got that self-love manual. Mm. And that self-love hit different. When you are just conscious and aware of your thoughts and how you perceive this world, you're going to realize that you are the creator of your reality. You control everything. It's what you allow in your vortex, in your space. But if you have the self-love, you're going to then begin to make wiser and healthier decisions for yourself long-term. And I realize you teach people how you treat them by the love you give to yourself. So you mm-hmm. got to give that love. It's everything really starts with us. And once I unlocked that, I was like, yo, I got to share this to the people. I can't, I can't hold it in. So I had to put the pen to the pad and just put it in a book. And it's so simple. It's an easy read. And I understand like this society, we have such short attention spans, but reading is so implemental and it helps you long-term in your career and whatever you want to build long-term, we got to shut off the noise. We got to shut off the TV. If it's not dropping any educational facts, any wisdom, then it serves no purpose in your life. So I really pray that self-love manual just inspires others to just begin the self-love journey in the movement itself. Yes. Yes. I love that. And you are an actress as well. I mean, I mean, you, you, you're doing it up. You, I, I see you do emotional roles. I see you do, you know, fun comedic roles. And, uh, you know, my background is in casting directing and acting as well. And then I went from casting to coaching actors. And so working in the industry as a casting director and a coach, one of the things that stuck out for me is the the least amount of attention that the actors have for their mental and their emotional health and the attention more so on getting roles. So they didn't care about, you know what I mean? Especially when I started, um, that's actually why I started my company, The Real Tips in the first place, because uh, I saw that, I saw that need. And so when I'm trying to get them to, you know, to dig deep into themselves, to learn themselves. And I'm telling you that when you learn yourself, you have more to access as an actor, right? So I saw that need and I was like, you know, they don't really care about knowing themselves. They don't really care about, have you, tell me about that. Have you, being a self-love coach, have you experienced it being a reoccurring thing with actors? Yes, I realized even as I'm moving more and closer to myself and the relationship with God, I realized I like me. You know, I really, I am such a dope person. We got to 
speak that confidently about ourselves and speak that bold about ourselves. Look ourselves in the mirror, eye to eye and face whatever demons we have within to really tell ourselves and talk. Tara, I'm proud of you, not I am. Say say your name while you speaking life to yourself. And we got to be our best friends, our biggest cheerleaders, but we be our worst enemies and mm. our the biggest critics. And I realize with acting, it's an escapism type of process to escape from your own reality. And that's why now I'm moving more into comedy because I want to smile and I truly want to be myself in films. Like I don't want to play anybody else but myself because I realize that is my superpower right there is being me. Cause I feel like once you do this, if the actors really start to study themselves instead of studying characters, instead of watching all these movies and trying to copy what everybody else doing, then you are going to be able to tap into whatever emotion this character says on paper is feeling straight like that. You definitely will. And, and that's exactly why, you know, I felt like what I, what I do was needed with actors because I wanted to show them how to recover from that. I wanted to show them that, you know, pe people downplay acting like it's not that big of a deal, but you don't realize how much trauma you are potentially taking on. You, you have to channel all of these emotions and channel these memories just to bring up a great performance. How detrimental can that be to your psyche? for emotional and mental well-being. And it's like, that's, that's a very heavy job. You know, it's, it's not just this easy thing. Um, and so I know acting coaches that, that, like I said, they're more so, like, like you said, actually, um, you know, it's more so an escapism and it's, it's you just jumping into this role so you can totally not be yourself. But the way, but the way I coach is use aspects of yourself and even the lack of those aspects mm -hmm. to bring to the character you're bringing those things up as you not as the character and so that's very that's very important knowing that um as an actor because what you do is you pull in the priority of your well-being when you do that and not just prioritizing a performance you're mm -hmm. putting you're putting in the priority of your peace right? You're keeping your peace still intact because even though I had to do this role, I got to get myself back right. And I get my, got to stand back on, get back on my square of awareness. So I can, so I got to make sure this rejection didn't hit me so hard, or I recover from this rejection, or I got to make sure, you know, these emotions didn't hit me so hard, or this competition doesn't hit me so hard. I got to get back to my peace. So, yeah, so now, now I know you are a busy woman. We just talked a little bit about this. Being an actress, being an Arthur, being an activist. You got shows and podcasts all over the place. You are everywhere on my timeline, miss. And not, like I said, not only are you engaging in the things of substance, but you are also creating some fun things, the balance of that fun things, the fun in your, in your career. So let me first ask, kind of two-part question how do you balance it all when it comes to first deciding what to take on and secondly how do you balance it all as you prioritize your schedule when you decide to take on these projects mm. 
Wow, that is that's that's like just everything that you were stating, just from the acting and just how you coach people as well. I just wanted to just sprinkle some gems in there. How you just what's your method of it is truly impeccable and incredible because that is so necessary and that's so needed. I just had to give you your flowers because you know they gotta they trying to get us all lost in the sauce, but you getting people found early. Exactly. <laughs> we gotta we gotta help them find it. <laughs> man but how I balance truly prioritizing my day I truly try to focus on one day at a time one day at a time is so necessary and being present each and every moment like with us connecting right here I'm not thinking about what I gotta do after this what I gotta do tomorrow I'm thinking about this moment and enjoying it and I usually always have a to-do list and I and I do my to-do list the day before. So I prioritize everything accordingly and I do small things. So I don't be trying to do everything big. Like, oh, I got to make a whole website today. No, I'm going to find pictures today. I've got to fix one page today. So because it adds to the long term overall and it helps me not get overwhelmed out here. They got us believing that we have to be in this rat race and racing for what? Like life is truly about enjoying and it's about having fun. Honestly, I was just learning how laughter truly helps you live longer. So we got to prioritize laughter. We got to prioritize rest. Like we don't have to be so busy, but we can be productive in our day. And the only person that we are competing with is ourselves. Nobody outside of us we should be worried about or we trying to compete with or trying to compare or just get to focus on what you got to do today. Be present in each moment right now. So then everything will be at ease. Yes. Yes. Tell me about it. So <laughs> now through it, all that you do, and you kind of gave us a bit on that, like how, how you prioritize your piece. And like I said, do you put that at the top of your list? And how do you make a decision when it may be something that compromises your peace? Do you, do you compromise on it or do you just put your foot down like, no, this <laughs> will compromise my peace? Man, I'm trying to tell you, I am not afraid to say no. I realize I'm a very kind person. And by being a kind person, it's a difference between being nice and being kind. I feel like nice is like all these people that just doesn't care about you but being a kind person is when somebody cares about you but gonna keep it real and if it if if my peace offends you then I don't want you near me because it's not like I'm ditching you to go hang out with somebody else or do something else I'm saying no to help myself to pour back into myself so I can pour into other people I can't do what I do if I don't recharge rejuvenate and truly listen to the inner God within me so when I feel like, okay, this does not align with where I'm going in life, I truly say no. And if, if people get offended, it truly shows that they are being selfish in the end. And it should not be any, no hard feelings whatsoever. But I truly try to tell people, say no. But that's when you got to know what is your purpose in your alignment so you know the difference between a distraction and your destiny. Mm. Yes, 
<laughs> I absolutely agree with that. You know, putting putting peace uh, at the top of the list. And like you said, people know how to treat you based off of how you treat yourself. So if you're waffling on your peace, then they're going to waffle on, you know, on on coming at you to to basically compromise your peace mm -hmm. like if they they're, they're, they don't care if you have to sacrifice your peace but if you care that you have to sacrifice your peace then they don't have any choice but to care yes yeah. and that's what i realized it's really so important to set boundaries so i have boundaries of i will respond to emails and texts from 6 a.m to about 7 p.m and it, other than after that because that's my business hours other than that then i'm gonna hit you up early rising but then after that i'm not going to i don't have to move when you tell me to move i don't have to respond to everything on your time mm -hmm. it's gonna be on my time and it's gonna be the most proper time so i can actually think and execute of a strategy plan for what is this gonna do with my life and we don't have to respond instantly to things we know when somebody asks us things you can take time to pause think calculate your moves but you don't have to move when everybody says move and i feel like that's a big part of your piece yep because that's that's an anxiety driven way of being you know, trying to, trying to hurry up and you know what I mean? Hurry up. Let me hurry up and reply. So I don't lose this. That's fear. Like that's fear based. Mm. If, if you, if you're moving in fear, then you already are sacrificing your peace. And I realized fear is the most biggest illusions of it all. It's not real. You got to do it. Scared. If you scared, just do it anyway. Don't let the negative thoughts try to psych you out. Cause that's what they try to do. That's what they try to do. Absolutely. Fear is definitely an illusion, but it can feel so real. It can feel so real to you. But if you just, like you said, do it with the fear, you'll realize that the, the fear dissipates when you move. Fear doesn't like movement. Oh, you got to move towards it. Fear doesn't like movement. You got to go. You got to, you got to move forward. So, um, yeah, definitely. Tell us about what you, what you have coming up. You, I know you always, always have something in the works. Tell us what you have coming up and then tell us how people can find you. Well, what I have coming up, I truly try to take one day at a time, but Bag Talk Session is really amazing. It's a platform where we talk to creatives like yourself just about the spiritual journey because we realize we don't got to chase the bag. We are the bag. So we don't got to chase anything outside of ourselves. So we are working on expanding that platform as well. Of course, Take the Lead podcast. We're going to continue to write. We're going to continue to laugh. We're going to continue to love. We're just going to continue to do what we've been doing honestly just I feel like the momentum we just got to keep the same energy the same momentum and we are living our calling in life but y'all can also follow me Tara Chantel on all platforms I love to just conversate and have a true honest dialogue so hit my line nice thank you so much Tara for being on the Affirmation Talk podcast today. We definitely needed your insight and your energy. So thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Queen. I truly just appreciate you as you just being an inspiration and a motivation and how you just give so much of your energy, so much of your knowledge. 
Yo, you deserve all the flowers, and I want you to get them while you can smell them. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.